Welcome to Yardcast, where we demystify the dismal science, with your host, Ruan. Hello, welcome to Yardcast, my name is Ruan, of course, and we were going to run with our referendum episode. Uh, Yesterday, actually, you'll notice that this upload is about probably 18 hours late. Um, Don't worry, I didn't forget, I didn't oversleep. Um, Something else just popped up, something else I think we definitely need to cover last week when the NZX was of course attacked hacked hacked some people said hacking is not really the right term for it because it is a very separate thing it's no data has been stolen don't worry your passwords your um ASB shares account all of these things none of those are none of that is compromised none of no data has been taken and no private servers have been accessed We'll go into exactly what happened in a little bit, but let's start there. Let's say that everything, all your money, all of these bank accounts, you don't need to change your passwords. Because of this, you should probably change your passwords quite regularly. But uh, yeah, it's not necessary. It's not necessary to worry because no data was taken. It is a server issue. So the servers are being flooded with a distributed denial of service, DDoS or DOS, DDoS attack, which is basically uh, the group calling themselves Fancy Bear or the Amada Collective, anyway, um, probably organized crime or something else, who knows, probably organized crime, don't worry if somebody's telling you that it is a deep state actor or it's something like that, um, we'll probably know a little bit, but the GCSB, so the Government Communication Security Bureau, um, our CIA, so New Zealand's version of the CIA, the spy agency of New Zealand, is involved, so um, that's usual for these sort of things when you're dealing with organized crime. So just because the spies are involved doesn't mean it's political, doesn't mean it's another state attacking us. It could be, it could be, they could be masquerading as organized crime, but way more likely is that this is linked to the PayPal, Venmo, a whole bunch of other groups that have been attacked by organized crime and by, uh, basically they received an email saying the same thing as the NZX and it happened in within like two weeks of each other so this is likely to be a huge organized crime extortion racket um holding servers hostage kind of situation so what exactly is New Zealand doing about it so um finance minister Grant Robertson has said that they have called in a GCSB since the GCSB is involved it does of course mean the five eyes are involved the five eyes are Canada New Zealand, Australia, the US, and of course the UK. These five countries have a very close cooperation when it comes to um, spying and uh, clandestine operations all around the world, and they do share all of their data. So it is very likely that because this is also linked to uh, attacks in the States and some even in India, um, that this is likely to be an international response. Um, Spark was, of course, the network that it was running, the NZX, which is a private company, was running on. Um, but they have since moved to Akamai Technologies, which is a really large technology firm and has ex- have ex- and they have experience dealing with uh, DDoS attacks. So um, it is in a better service state. There is more bandwidth. There is things. But having said that, of course, the reason that this episode is late is we wanted to see if there was another attack. There was, of course, another attack this morning. So we do need to discuss what an ongoing attack situation would look like. So why is this such a big deal? Why, if they're not taking any money, if they're not taking anything, why is this a big deal? 
The problem is that this attack is happening in the 8.30 to 9 o'clock part of the NZX state. So, so to understand why this is a problem, we need to have a look at the morning routine, Monday to Friday of the NZX, the private company running our stock exchange. So they are a company listed on the NZX. Funny enough, it's weird how that works. But they are a private company. They are a private company looking after the stock exchange. Their job is to enable trading of stocks. So they, 8.30 every morning, have an inquiry state, which is where orders and all of these other things are read-only. The whole, I guess, stock exchange is read-only. You can only enter things. You can only see things going on. On the other side, they are entering company announcements. They are entering things that companies have to disclose like share purchases. If the CEO has been given more shares as part of their bonus, they need to tell potential investors this. They need to share their annual um, meeting notes. All of these things have to go in everything. So this is the market data. This is what every responsible trader, not every trader, bases their decisions on. This and this publicly available information that is required of the NZX by them to give and send out to potential investors, it's not being uploaded because the servers are being flooded by this organized crime or whatever they are, fancy bear model collective unit. They are basically being denied service. So these servers can't work. You can't upload the um, company announcements, all of these things. So the traders are basically, if they are going to trade that day, they're trading blind. They're trading uh, without having the full picture of up-to-the-minute company announcements. So that is usually why you'll hear that services were disrupted or trade was suspended. Anything like that happens because you can't have a normal trading day if everybody's not on the same page, if everybody doesn't have the same information. Now, of course, the attackers know this. They know their schedule. They know how things work. And they're attacking them exactly at the right place for maximum disruption. This is likely to continue, which means KiwiSaver providers, for example, or portfolio managers or any of these people who usually invest on people's behalf or people who invest for themselves or people whose job it is to invest on behalf of companies, none of them have the same amount of access. None of us have the full company announcements and this is likely to continue, which means there could be a direct impact on the NZX. But having said that, it may not be a time to panic. It may not be a time to worry about all of these things because trading is still going. We're still trading. We're just moving the periods that we are allowed to trade. The windows are just shorter and some trades may not execute. This is not ideal, but this is in no way untenable. We can't. We can continue for quite a while before we have direct related exactly to the confidence in the NZX, in the trading platform, before we start seeing that. But having said that, it is a rough time to invest in any way with Auckland at level 2.5 now, which is essentially level 2, kind of like the rest of the country. There's a lot of stuff going on. So please, if you are investing right now or you are invested in the market, don't, don't be afraid and make purchases based on panic. Don't think that your data is unsafe or your money is unsafe. It's just the trades that are affected. So if you're not trading, if you're not selling and you're not buying and you don't have to sell or buy, um, it is worth considering 
maybe hanging in there, maybe leaving it as it is, maybe not trading while trading is a bit more difficult. That is, of course, a decision that you and really please a qualified financial advisor can make. So don't panic. Don't go crazy. Don't go selling all your money. Don't go doing anything without really thinking it through. Make sure you're not panicking. Make sure you're not being told the wrong information. Make sure you're not being told that it was hacked, that this was a data breach or anything like that. A lot of things are going to come out and have come out in the last week. It's probably this week no different. There's going to be a lot of stuff going around on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. There's going to be a lot of people saying a lot of things, but make sure you do your homework. Take your time. There's no real penalty legitimate penalty for waiting for not panicking right there is a point where you just have to say okay maybe today I don't trade because I don't have to because my particular situation is one where I can wait that might be prudent that might not be that could be something that you'd have to decide for yourself but don't let anyone panic you don't let anybody say well this is going to be this this is going to be this and this is what it's going to be that's not true nobody knows we don't know what's going on It'll probably stay classified for a very long time, so we won't know exactly what happened. So please, please, please keep your heads about you. Stay rational. Don't do anything silly. And as always, seek independent financial advice. I've been Ruan. Next week, we cover our normal programming, our referendum for the elections, of course. And of course, probably a little bit more about this as well. So thank you very much for watching. You've been listening to the Yarkas. I've been Ruan.